I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello. Ooh. Happy Halloween. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm a bit scared. I'm a bit scared for this episode. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. Who was here this time last year? If you were, you're a real one. I love you. If you wasn't, that's okay. Welcome. You're here for this one. That's all that matters. We did the Halloween special last year where we read out ghost stories. Exactly like we're going to do today. <laughs> I was putting like like creepy, scary noises in the background and had so many of you message me like, please tell me that at this point, on this moment, this minute was a sound effect because there was definitely a ghost in the background. Like I can confirm it was not a real ghost. It was a sound effect. So keep your ears peeled, guys, because I'm going to be adding some ghosts into this Ooh. <laughs> anyway what are you guys planning to do this halloween i i genuinely think this is the first halloween although now i think about it i didn't go to a halloween party last year but i still like got dressed up and like went to like the scare scare park things whatever they're called and had like horror movie nights in and stuff I still celebrated Halloween last year I didn't feel like I wasn't bothering but this year I'm like I haven't even thought about it where I've been on holiday living life up in the sun I've come home and it's, it's, there's fucking pumpkins out I'm like oh shit it's Halloween mate so I don't know what to do um we are my family are coming around tomorrow night and we're gonna like carve pumpkins I'm gonna get some Baileys in make some Baileys hot chalk so we're gonna have like a really chill Halloween this year but part of me feels like I want to do some fun makeup even just to make some TikToks just to like so that it doesn't pass me by because that's the fun part about Halloween in it like getting dressed up getting creative whatever so I don't know we'll see stay tuned on my TikTok but yeah whatever you guys doing I hope you all have amazing time amazing an amazing time but if you're like me and you find this season like pressure season don't worry about it this is the season this is the time of year where it's like right Halloween I've got to have a party to go to I've got to have some friends to hang out with I've got to have a sexy outfit or a scary outfit <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and then it comes to like Christmas and then you've got to be doing all your Christmas things with all your friends going to Christmas parties. It's party season. Then it's New Year's Eve and you got to have, there's pressure to have the most amazing New Year's Eve. It's always shit. It's always shit. So I find this time of year like pressure o'clock. The pressure is on. The social pressure is on. But if like me, you just, I've kind of accepted that I am a stay at home and love to stay at home girl and it took me a long time to accept that don't get me wrong like every now and then I do like to go out and have a good time and I love a drink do you know what I mean but I have accepted that my comfort is at home where I feel comfortable and safe that that's my happiness don't get me wrong like I go through phases where sometimes I'm just fucking off the rails mate like it was probably last summer like early last summer I was just fucking living up like going out just thinking I'm just some crazy girl so I go through phases of it but it always comes back to me just you know what I'm my happiest when I'm just chilling so if you are like me I spent a lot of my life feeling really guilty about that and feeling really like I felt like a fucking loser and now I think you know what why who decides that that's everyone's fun do you know what I mean like it's no different to like somebody else's idea of fun is 
playing FIFA, right? And then you get everyone else who doesn't and thinks, fucking hell, all he does or all she does is sit on her fucking games all day. It's so fucking boring. Yeah, but they find it fun. And it's no different to like people going out and, and getting drunk and dancing. Like that's your idea of fun. And you you can actually have fun there. I'm trying to have fun. Why do I do that? Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to convince myself that this is my idea of fun. And only it only sometimes is. So yeah, it's like a weird thing. And I really deeped it the other day where I was like, we've just been told that that's what we're supposed to find fun. But it's not going to be natural on all of us. You know what I mean? I've gone really off track here. Let's get back into the Halloween spirit. Ooh, it's Halloween. You know what? I really like the way Americans say Halloween. It's Halloween. I really like that. Whereas we're like Halloween, Halloween. Do you know what I mean? It's Halloween. Happy Halloween. How do you say happy Halloween in Spanish? Feliz Halloween. Feliz Halloween. I can't even say it in English. I can't even say it half English. (laughs) But anyway, I'm really excited for this. I did have a little sneak peek at the stories because I don't like to read them all. Basically, I put a separate page up on the website for Halloween stories and they've all been moved directly into a Halloween folder. Okay. And I had a little sneak peek just to check we've got some good ones. You know, I've got to make sure I've got an episode here. I've got to make sure. And I had goosebumps reading them. I was so scared. So... I highly recommend if you love being like spook spooked out. Is that a saying? Yeah, spooked out. Whatever. If you love being spooked, let's listen to this on a late night drive. Well, there could be some jump scares, so drive carefully and safe. But on go on a late night drive with your boyfriend or girlfriend or your bestie. Listen to this, or at night at home light some candles get it on do you know what I mean let's get spooky all right guys if you did send in a story thank you so much I'm so excited to read it out I hope you guys all enjoy this episode let's get into the Halloween spirit let's read out some spooky stories I actually kind of read all my spooky stories in the last episode I don't really think this through I wasn't sure how long Leah on the line would survive (laughs) joking I just don't really think it through so I personally don't think I've got any ghost stories to share now unless yeah no I yeah I definitely don't but if you did miss the last Halloween special go and check it out because it's it is just as spooky well we don't know how spooky this is going to be yet this could be scarier (laughs) let's get into it Thank you so much for listening to Leah on the Line. Head to learontheline.com to send in your dilemmas and confessions. Remember to follow on socials to see visual clips and get involved with the weekly debates. Enjoy the episode. Love you. <laughs> oh shit, if anyone's driving right now, I might have actually scared you. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> It's Halloween. Let's just get straight into these stories, okay? I made it clear. Listen, I don't want you to make up horror stories. These need to be real life experiences, okay? So all of these stories are based on real life events. (laughs) Based on a true story. Okay, let's start with this one. Hello, Leah. I'd like to share a spooky story from my childhood. They're always from the childhood, aren't they? (gasps) Like, how many of us have had experiences with ghosts and spirits as we are adults? Because I... I'm touching wood. Hard wood right now. I... (laughs) I haven't as an adult. My most recent was as a teenager. But listen, there's a room in my house that is most definitely haunted, right? Because any story that has happened in this house was in the room it's now my dressing room it was once my bedroom when I was at uni got put into the fucking small room thanks (laughs) mom and it was once my brother's room and then it was once the spare room and then it was before that it was my oldest sister's room so it's really been through it right and so many people have had stories in there like my sister was in there sleep one night and she was like wrestling someone for the duvet at the bottom of her bed and then her ex-partner's son was in there one night and just started crying saying that there was someone in the corner of the room my when it was my older sister's room she was asleep in bed and the bed like levitated and hit the ground she also said that my nan visited her and sat on the end of the bed in that room so 
there's some stories in there, but I personally have never had any experience in there. However, I do have to go past that room when I go for a wee at night. And every single time at 26 years of age, I will run. I've run past it every single night. And listen, I get up at least twice in the night for a wee and I will run every time because it's pitch black out in the hallway. Also, do you know one thing I will continue to do? You know, when you go upstairs, right? And you turn all the lights off downstairs and the lights are off upstairs because you haven't got up there yet. So all the lights are on downstairs. You're going up to bed, you turn all the downstairs lights off. It's pitch black. I'm running upstairs from the stairs demon. Still now, 26 years old, I'm running away from that bitch. I'm, oh God, I didn't mean to call you a bitch. Please don't haunt me. But seriously, is it just me or does anybody else still run upstairs from the stairs demon? Because I can feel it on the back of my neck. I can literally feel it breathing on my neck. I I always have this fear as well because I remember watching the paranormal activity films and they always get fucking pulled by their hair, don't they? And that, it sits with me. Guys, what is the scariest horror film you've ever seen? While you're listening to this, because when this comes out is the night that I'm going to be watching a movie night. So if you're listening to this on Friday before the evening comes, please send me a DM of your scariest horror film for a recommendation. This is mine, The Devil Inside. It's so scary. I watched it with Jess when we was teenagers. I'm traumatized to this day. I can quote that film to this day. It is so scary. It is so scary. She's like, I don't know if she's like a journalist or something. But anyway, I think she's basically looking into what's happened to her mum because her mum is possessed and she goes to visit her and her mum has like all these different voices and accents and it's so scary. And she's like, um, who, who are you? Or something like that. And then she's like, um, something, I'm, I'm your daughter. I'm your daughter. And she's like, my daughter, my daughter. I don't have a daughter. Do I? Do I? I don't have a daughter. And then she goes, ah! screams in her face. Oh, it's so scary. It's so scary. And then she's like, cut all up her arms, like crucifix crosses into her arms. And then she's going, it's so scary, guys. Honestly, if you want to be scared, like if you want a horror film that will genuinely scare you, you need to watch that film. All right, let's get back to the story. Back when I was just a toddler, maybe three or four, my family and I lived on an estate. While I don't have any personal recollection of this time, it's a tale my parents have told me about. In my early years, I had... I had imaginary friends. And I called... (gasps) It's so creepy, guys. It's so creepy. Why is it so creepy just for me to read it? I feel like it's the way you wrote this. Like You really executed the thriller in this message. You know what I mean? Okay, I called them the children. Now, it's not unusual for young children to have imaginary friends. But what makes this story scary is that our house was built on the site of an old children's ward. No, I just had a shiver through my fucking spine. My interaction with these unseen friends went beyond the norm. We had conversations, playtime, and I forbade my parents entering specific rooms when the children were around. It's safe to say we didn't stay in that house long, and as soon as we moved, I never mentioned the children again. Oh my god. That is so scary to me. Like, in your mind, they're real, they're there, I'm playing with them. And then you move house and you never see them again. The house isn't too far from where we live now and every time we drive past, it gives me the creeps. The whole experience was freaky. No, I'm not being funny. If my kid was saying to me, you can't go in there, the children are in there, I'd say, pack, I'd say, Jamie, pack your shit, we're fucking moving. You can't go in there, the children are in there. Okay, okay, load up the car, load up the car. I'm out of here that is so scary I'd love to talk to your parents about this I'd love to know all the details I I want all every nitty-gritty detail about how you used to talk to them and talk about them do you know what I mean I love that story it's so scary though oh my god that would freak me out like if my mum said to me that I did that and obviously you're so young you don't remember it but if my mum was saying that to me I that would that would scare me so much that's crazy thank you for sharing oh i'm scared i'm scared okay okay quick one hey leah so quick but scary mum said that when i was around six or seven years old i used to stand in the exact same place in my hallway 
and chat for a good half an hour to thin air. <gasps> Can you imagine your child doing that? Uh, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Just chatting away for a good half an hour. No. She always knew the place was haunted, but these conversations happen around the same time every day in the exact same place, and I was just having a conversation with the wall. <laughs> apparently, I used to say stuff like, Oh my God! Apparently, I used to say stuff like, I don't want to run away with you, and please stop coming into my dreams. Okay, my whole left side of my body has chills right now. I don't remember even doing this, but I thought it was funny to mention. Love you. Funny? I don't find that funny. No. Oh my God. Please stop coming into my dreams. It's the coming into my dreams for me. Like you're scared. Six or seven. She's scared. She said, please leave me alone. Chatting for half an hour. What were you talking about? (laughs) Oh my God. I love that. That's a really creepy one. Thank you. Okay, this one's good. We have some stories here. We've got a few. All right. Hi, honey. I have so many stories. Okay. When I was around the age of three or four, my parents owned a pub. Oh, I always used to dream of that. Like when when I meet friends and they're like, my parents owns a pub, I was always like, oh, you just live the dream. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just thought it was so cool. Anyway, and we used to live in it. I used to go to bed every single night and speak. Okay, it's kind of creepy that the first three have all been about like you as children speaking to these friends, right? I used to go to bed every single night and speak to a girl called Lucy and and tell her about my day, eat some apples, and then she'd go home when her mum calls. One night, my mum was sharing a bed with me so that her parents could sleep in her room. She came up about 1am after the bar closed and she saw me talking to Lucy. Oh my God. She screamed the loudest yell I've ever heard and we shortly sold the pub. No, I'm scared. I'm actually a bit scared. I'm actually a bit scared because I can really picture it. I learned just over a year ago, 20 years later, that Lucy was a little girl Oh my god. Oh, that's really sad. Was a little girl who was killed in the early 1900s when they decided to close down an apple farm to build this pub. I've got fucking goosebumps. I can't deal. You just sat there talking to Lucy eating apples with her. Oh my god. That is so scary. The fact that your mum screamed like the loudest yell. Do you remember this? Like, it sounds like you genuinely really remember it and you were three or four. To be fair, some people remember being so young. I don't remember being younger than 10. Like, I just don't. I swear it wasn't me. Like, I just don't remember it. Like, when I look at photos of myself as a child, I was actually doing it earlier today because we've got a photo frame full of, like, loads of baby photos and I walked past it today and I was really deep in it looking at them, which I don't normally do. And I was looking at it thinking, that ain't me. I don't... I didn't go there that day. I don't remember that. I never worn that jumper in my life. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, back to the story. Um, I can picture her now. I can draw her from memory. I honestly would have thought she was a real person. I really just want to go out for a drink with you and, and just talk about this for hours. Oh my God, you can picture her. You can draw her. Oh, it's actually really sad. So scary. Guys, who's scared right now? Who's a little bit scared? (laughs) Okay. Next one. This is the same girl, by the way. We live in a house that was built when Henry VIII was around. Built. Oh, Henry VIII. Okay. There's no sign of ghosts. However, the bottom floor of our house got flooded during the Somerset floods. Hey, Somerset. And we had to move directly next door so that work could take place. I was currently studying at university, so I came home for the weekend, and it was honestly the worst weekend ever. I arrived on Friday night, and it felt like the whole of my body couldn't breathe. My chest was tight, my stomach dropped, and something in the air fell off. I didn't think much of it, put it down to anxiety. anxiety. When the night fell, I shared a bed with my sister, and we decided to put on your podcast, How We Came Across You. Oh my god, I love it! I love that! Both turned over and tried to sleep. She fell asleep asleep straight away oh, <laughs> thanks 
I'm that you're that boring. <laughs> we put on your podcast sound asleep. <laughs> Glad to know she was thoroughly enjoying it. <laughs> if you're ever struggling to sleep, put on an episode of Lear on the Line. <laughs> boring. <laughs> okay. No, that is a horror story. All right. However, no matter how much I slept, I felt like someone was always watching over my shoulder. <sighs> I turned over, picked up my phone and went downstairs into the lounge, settled down on the sofa and sat with my dog. Finally, I started to drift off. I then hear my sister walk downstairs, go into the kitchen, rustle in the cutlery, open the fridge. So I guess she was eating a bowl of cereal. Okay, a little peckish in the middle of the night. Yeah, it happens to all of us. Nothing out of the ordinary. She is a late night muncher. Yeah, we love them. I then hear her drop a glass and it smash. Oh, babes, she's sleepwalking. So I walk in to make sure she's all right. Oh. <gasps> oh my God. There's no sign of anyone. The cupboards are open. The fridge is open, but no one else downstairs. I go up to the toilet to see if she's hurt or bleeding. Yeah, you're thinking, well, fucking hell, she's really hurt herself. She's run up to the toilet. Run under the tap, grab some grab some toilet roll, wrap it. There's no one there. I turned around, walked into our bedroom, and there she was, lying asleep, snoring, exactly where I left her. Okay, fuck. I woke my mum up and explained, and she told me to sleep between her and her dad, so I did. The next morning, we wake up and check the CCTV. There's only two cameras, one in the hallway overlooking the entrances to both bedrooms and the staircase. My sister stayed in her room the entire night. There was no one alive in our kitchen that whole night. Are you fucking for real? That is so scary. Guys, every story I read, it's making all the hair stand up on my arms. Do you want to know? I actually have a similar story to this. Well, it's not mine. It's my sister's. They did never, ever do this. They did Ouija boards. I think I probably spoke all about this in the last one, but they did Ouija boards. They went through like a phase of it. Never, ever, ever, ever do this. My mum's best friend always says, it's literally like opening your front door and leaving it open. You never know who's going to come in. Some Someone that's going to come in and rob your house, maybe even with a weapon and try and hurt people, you never know. Or some sweet old lady that's going to go, excuse me, you've left the door open. You might want to shut it. Yeah, you don't know who you're letting in. Apparently, that is what doing a Ouija board means. But anyway, so she was doing them for a phase. I definitely told the deep stories. If you want to know, go back to that episode. But if I didn't tell this one, she basically, her house kept flooding ever since then. And I've heard so much about like they flood. Like when you mess with that world, a lot of houses flood, right? But anyway, one night she was downstairs or yeah no she was in bed she was in bed and her boyfriend was downstairs she comes up to bed then she heard her boyfriend come up to the bathroom she's like oh cool he's coming up to bed brushing his teeth washing his face whatever whatever um anyway he didn't come into bed so then she got up thinking what are you doing went downstairs he's asleep someone was just walking around in the bathroom and that so kind of similar like it's that obvious the sounds are that clear that you just assume it's somebody, like your partner, your sister in your case. Do you know what I mean? That is honestly so terrifying. I'm really scared for you. That wasn't even that long ago either. Lear on the line is not that old. So I'm terrified for you. <laughs> Love you. Be safe out there. Okay, next one. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, gorgeous girl. Hey, babe. This isn't quite a scary story, but it is freaky. When I was around five or six years old, I kept having the same recurring dream a few times a year until I was around 13. The dream was that I was in my old house. I'd walk upstairs and my older sister was sitting on the bed and she'd say, he's in the wardrobe. <sighs> I'd open the wardrobe door and there was a young boy dressed in school uniform, dripping wet with bright blue eyes. Oh my God, this is all a recurring dream. <gasps> oh my God, I'm really freaked out. I'm really freaked out. I should add that the house in my dreams was a house we lived in until I was three. So I don't remember it very well. But you're having these vivid dreams. That's so freaky. I only know it was as my mum showed me pictures. And my sister used to play hide and seek with a ghost boy. Oh my god. What is it with the kids and, and they play with the, the spirits? When I was older, I told my mum about the dreams and we thought it was so weird to have the same dream multiple times a year for seven, eight years. A few months later, we spoke about it again. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is so scary. These stories are so sad though. Oh, this is so sad. I feel like crying reading that. Oh, oh my God. Right. A few months later, we spoke about it again. And my mum told me that my granddad's little brother died on a school trip when he was five. He drowned in a lake in his school uniform and he had bright blue eyes. Oh my God. This is so scary. Like this, I swear this episode's scarier than the last one. I'm really scared. I'm really scared. No, I actually am scared. It's fair to say I couldn't sleep for weeks after finding this out. It scares me to this day. Love you. Bye. Yeah, I'd be so scared of going to sleep because now that you know, have you had the dream since? I'd love to know that now that you know the story. Maybe in your dream you could like talk to him, you know, deliver a message. That is so, so heartbreaking though. Oh my God, I'm scared. I'm actually scared. Like when I really think about it, I'm like, what if like the only way of people being able to communicate is like through dreams and they're, they're just, oh God, I can't, I'm going to freak myself out too much. Okay, next story. Fucking hell. Okay, so this didn't happen to me, but a close family friend. My mum's old friend was known for being really good and open to the spirit world. Her and her sister were told they naturally had something about them that was able to see spirits and they could take it further professionally if they wanted to. <gasps> oh my God, I'd love to be told that. However, she chose not to as she was never really comfortable with the fact that she was able to do all of this. Yeah, fair enough. One year, she was on holiday with her partner and an evening when they were asleep, she woke up and saw a youngish boy stood in the corner of the hotel room. Guys, it's another heartbreaking one. I can't do this. It's supposed to be scary, but it's so upsetting. I can't do it. I can't read it. He was stood, looking like he was hiding and afraid to be seen. However, she told him it was okay and she and he could come out and speak to her. <sighs> oh my God, this isn't a dream. This is like she's woken up. Oh my God. He stayed in the corner, but then he started repeating... It was an accident. Please tell them I wasn't drunk. Oh 
my god, you guys. This is supposed to be spooky. I just feel so upset right now. Over and over again with no context. She was obviously very confused and didn't know what to do because he didn't say who he needed to tell, etc. Later on that holiday, she was told that the room she was in was where a young lad was staying a few years back with his friends. He had been having a party in the room with his friends and fell off the balcony and sadly passed away. This whole time in the news, it was reported to the parents, etc., that he had been drunk and fell off. Oh, I can't deal. I can't deal with this. I'm not the person to be fucking making podcast episodes like this. So the boy had been trying to find someone to come so that he could tell his parents he wasn't drunk and it was an accident. I I actually can't deal. That, I have no words for it. I think I just need to move on from that story because I actually don't have the words. I feel so sad. <sighs> Guys. <sighs> All right. Next one. God, this is really taking a turn, hasn't it? Okay. I've had a fair few encounters, but this is definitely the creepiest. Around four years ago, I was at work on a closing shift. It was around half eight-ish at night, and I had a phone call from my mum. She asked whether I'd come home back if I'd come back early and gone up to my room. I said no, I'm still at work. She said something really weird had just happened. She told me that herself, her partner and my little brother were all sat in the living room watching telly. Then they all heard my voice call my brother's nickname that I have for him and only I call him it. We have a little window thing in the wall that separates the living room and the kitchen. I used to have one of those in my house and you could knock on the wall and hear where it used to be, where it's just plasterboard. Yeah, anyway... (laughs) Anyway, what the fuck? Um, she saw a shadow and believed I was home early. They they then heard it again. They are all in agreement that it was definitely my voice and no one else was home. Mystery still unsolved. Fuck. That is fucking scary. Oh my God. Imagine that. Do you know what? When I listen to music loud, I'm sure I can hear my sister and my mum going, Lee. In that, is that like a universal thing where you listen to loud music and you can just hear someone calling your name? I hear it all the time, Lee. And then I'll turn my music on and I'll be like, yeah. To be fair, I don't really listen to loud music anymore. <laughs> Not at home anyway, only in the car when we're jamming out to the Joe Bros. <laughs> oh my God, that was so scary though. Okay, next story. Okay, this person has two stories. Love it. We love the multiples. First story. When my sister was little, she used to have a children's armchair. Oh, fuck. To be fair, could be worse. Could be, could be a rocking horse. Let's be real. Okay, she used to have a children's armchair in the parlour. And most days, my granddad would sit her on his knee and read to her. Oh, that's so sweet. He unfortunately passed away when she was nearly three years old. A few days after his passing, my dad went to sit down on the armchair. And my sister shouted, you can't sit there. Granddad sat there. <gasps> nah. Do you know what I would do? I'd probably I'd go, oh fair. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it for a second. I would find so much comfort in that though, I feel like. I don't know. I don't know if it would creep you out or if you'd find it comforting. I don't know. My dad told her that there was nobody there, but she was insistent that he was still in the chair. This carried on for a few weeks when eventually she said he had gone and allowed others to sit down. They do say that children and animals see things we don't. Yeah, they do. They do. To be fair, when I went to see a medium with Jamie, they said that his granddad, like, hangs out with my dog. Because he just randomly come out with, who's Missy? And then Jamie was like, oh, that's my that's my girlfriend's dog. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, your granddad. You know what I mean? Oh, God, that's crazy. Okay, next one. Second story. During this time, a couple of weeks after my granddad passed, my parents were in bed one night and heard a tapping noise coming from the hallway. It would go on, then stop every so often. They went outside the bedroom and heard it again, what seemed to be coming from the staircase. Are you crazy? Why are you following the noise? <laughs> go in the other direction. Do you, Have you guys not seen horror films? Fuck. Okay. They went outside the bedroom and heard it again, what seemed to be coming from the staircase. 
They stood at the top of the stairs and heard it come in from the downstairs direction. They couldn't pinpoint what this noise was and out of fear, my mum waited at the top of the stairs and sent my dad to the bottom. The tapping noise began again, starting from the bottom of the stairs and working its way up to the top. (gasps) It's literally between them now. It's running towards your mum. I've got goosebumps. No, that that is the stairs demon I'm running away from oh my god okay my parents bolted back into the bedroom no when your parents are running away from something that's when you know it's scary do you know what i mean um slammed the door and got back into bed they both agreed it was the sound of footsteps walking up and down the stairs it only happened the once never to be heard again to be fair maybe it was because they were visibly frightened that whatever it was was like oh okay you know they're they're not open to this communication you know next one hey girl happy halloween love you love you happy halloween babe i have two stories the first one is when i was living in my childhood home this was my first ever experience with a ghost or spirit i shared a bunk bed and room with my older sister and i was in the top bunk I woke up in the middle of the night and thought I heard something so I sat up from my bed and when I looked down there was a woman who calmly walked over to my chest of drawers leaned on it whilst drinking something from a mug I was still asleep so I went mum assuming it was her because who else is in my room at 4am drinking something lol when I said that she looked at me and then disappeared Oh, oh my god I was still like surely that was my mum so I ran into my parents room to find my mum asleep I woke her up and was like were you just in my room and she genuinely thought I was going insane I slept in my parents bed for like a week after that I was so freaked out and I never saw the woman again (gasps) oh my god like did she did she not mean to go in there it's like when you said mum she disappeared she was like oh fuck (laughs) how'd I get in here She's like, Ariana, what are you doing here? <laughs> Ariana, what are you doing here? No, seriously, what are you doing in my room? Oh my God, that's so crazy. Like, she's just drinking a cup of what? I don't know, tea? Wow. Mum? <laughs> Gone. <laughs> Gone. Scary. Oh my God. Okay, second story. Oh, actually, that kind of reminded me of one. So, I don't know if I already told this. Sorry if I repeat myself. I'm really bad at remembering what I've told. Do you know what? I tell the same stories over and over to several people. And I can't remember if I told you guys, if I told my mum, if I told Jamie, if I told Jess, if it was a TikTok I made. I can never remember who I've told. But if I haven't told you guys why, I used to have the Sleep Talk app. And basically, you set you set it to start when you're putting your head down on the pillow to fall asleep. And it will start picking up noises about 20 minutes, 30 minutes after you press set and any noise above like the it will pick up the room level and any noise that peaks above the flat room level it will record and you can listen to it back and there was one when I was in secondary school so I was some sort of age of a teenager and there was one at like 3am and all my wardrobe drawers were opening and closing that you know that noise of a drawer like listen to this like that right that is what I could hear in the background not it wasn't in the background it was loud it picked it up and still to this day I don't know what it was scary right okay anyway second story um one of my best friend's house is known to be haunted okay well she should move (laughs) her parents own this massive old house which is a classic horror movie vibe But it's the place we always hang out. It's just that house, you know? Yeah, I love that. I've known her for 15 years now and every single person who has has stayed there has a story about it. Some examples of what have happened. Oh my God. Heard screaming in the middle of the night coming from upstairs. No one was upstairs. (laughs) It's so just like blood. Heard screaming in the middle of the night. (laughs) Okay, fucking hell screaming is a really scary sound i think like don't scream do you know what i mean what i've realized is i can't scream if i try to scream i can't scream if you make me jump i will scream i can hit that i can hit the note do you know whoa (laughs) ow (laughs) i can hit it but if you said to me do a horror horror film scream 
I would sound like, <gasps> like I just can't scream. I can't hit that part of my register when I'm trying to. Only if you genuinely frighten me. Do you know what I mean? Okay, next next bullet point. <laughs> me and my friend once chased our friend up the stairs during a game when we were younger. Then when we got upstairs, she turned the corner and disappeared. Turns out she was downstairs the whole time. Not you chasing the ghosts. <laughs> it's usually the other way round. You're the stairs demon. What the fuck? <laughs> no, that's not funny. That's not funny at all. Scary. That's really scary. I really hope that because I'm like laughing about things and making jokes, like I'm not going to be, I'm not even going to say it. All right. Let's just read the next one. Saw a hand slam against the window when we were having a movie night. Do you know what? Right. That's fucking scary because I will never forget when I was about 13, 14 and I was at my auntie's house um, and we were, it was when she lived in Somerset, we were, me and my friend were like washing up right and her back garden was linked to the neighbour's back garden who I was hanging out with. We were really good friends and her fucking sister scared the absolute living shit out of us and she just like jumped up on the window smashed on it and went ah! like that and it wasn't a ghost it was a real fucking ghost it was a sister but still to this day i'll never forget that feeling it was so scary i never jumped so bad i went to see um, the exorcist with my mum the other week and for the first time in her life she fully jumped out of her skin and she she was cracking me up because she was going i never understood what that saying really meant now i get that saying like you know it sounds like a figure of speech she physically jumped out of her skin it was so funny she she don't really get scared of things because she knows everything's fake everything's a film everyone's an actor everything's edit everything's edited like she can watch a film and completely detach that from reality whereas i will get sucked right fucking in and i'm petrified but she jumped out of her skin and it was so funny but anyway and all it was was a snake that he lifted something up and it was a snake under it but anyway next one (laughs) Um, weird things like kettles and lights turning on by themselves. Oh God. But that could be a surge in electricity, you know? I don't know if surge is the word. It's not really my thing. Elect, elect, electricity. Yep. Um, things disappearing, then reappearing weeks later. Her dog barking at random doors. Her cat refusing to enter a certain room. That is creepy. There is a really, really weird energy about her walkway to the gate. It's just a long path to get to a gate. Everyone who visits runs down there to get in and out um, or ask someone to walk with them. No one has an explanation. It's just got the darkest energy. It's one of those houses that is just definitely haunted. Anyway, happy Halloween. Love you. Bye. Oh, my God. Does she still live there? Fuck. Some people find comfort in it. Like my oldest sister, her house is so fucking haunted, right? She it doesn't bother her. She got woken up one morning by the landline. You guys remember when people have landlines? Not many people have them these days. It just something launched it at her fucking heed. Something launched the landline phone out of her head. Do you know what she said? Well, you know, if they didn't if they didn't do it, I would have been late for work. I think they were looking out for me. Like, they couldn't just tap you on the fucking shoulder. They had to launch a phone at your fucking heed. But she finds comfort in it. It doesn't bother her at all. But that is the place where I have only ever really felt like I was in contact with a spirit. Because I did tell this story before, but if you missed it. I literally just stood up off the sofa one night when I was a kid and it pushed me in the hip. And I physically budged against in against, across the room. That was so scary. Like I went around there tonight and I was desperate for a wee. But if you think I'm going upstairs alone for a wee in that house, you got another thing coming, darling. I'm not doing it. I held it in. I was so desperate. All right, next story. <sighs> hey, girl, love the pod. Thank you so much. I love you. I have a story for the Halloween episode. Basically, a few years ago, I went round my auntie's to babysit my little cousin and he had a helium balloon in the corner of the front room. Okay, well, here we go. Here we go. It was late at night and my cousin was in bed and I was at I was in the front room watching TV. However, all of a sudden the balloon started bobbing up and down. Why is it doing that? There was no windows open, 
no draft, no heating on, nothing that could cause it, and the balloon was fresh. It started bombing across the room from one corner to the other quite fast. No, 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 no. No, there's something creepy about helium balloons, isn't there? I shat myself and hid under the blanket on the sofa. No way, I'm running out of that room. I'm running. But then I'm scared that I'm, my hair's going to get pulled. Do you know what I mean? Um, and eventually fell asleep. How would you manage that? How would you go from heart beating up my chest? Heart beating up my chest. I'm so scared. I'm hiding under a blanket to... How's that happen? <laughs> anyway, eventually fell asleep for like 10 minutes. Ew. Ew. I woke up and the balloon was right above my head. And the balloon string was dangling on my face. Uh, that is so fucking scary to me. Like, what are you doing? What are you trying to communicate that I'm scared? I literally cried and also the TV was still on from before. I fell asleep and I kid you not, paranormal activity was the next thing to play on the telly. Do you know what? Them films absolutely petrify me. I find them so scary. So many people don't find Paranormal Activity scary. I have to watch them on mute. I can't... They they freak me out so much. I never went round my aunties again. I was so scared. And my auntie told me the next day she was in the hair salon. Oh my God. Guys, this story doesn't end here. My auntie told me the next day she was in the hair salon and some random lady came up to her and asked her if someone in my family had recently passed away. She said, yes, and the lady said, he's in your house, he wears a red shirt, and he's laughing at you. She said it wasn't in a bad way, but a jokey way, as if to not be scared. This person had a particular red shirt in which they always used to wear, and was always pulling people's legs and cracking jokes. I believe it was him that evening. Oh my god, so even when he's crossed over into the spirit world, he is still cracking these jokes. Kind of love that, to be fair guys i'm scared i'm actually scared this was scary Uh, this episode was scarier than the last one (laughs) i'm scared thank you so much for sharing your stories guys honestly i'm about to go to bed after this if anybody else i would like to know how many of you have serial killer energy and are listening to this alone in bed before you go to sleep because if so um what the heck (laughs) is it just me to be fair my voice isn't the scariest do you know what I mean but the stories if you've used your imagination like me like I have pictured all of these stories I have envisioned them I can see it I can see that little girl Lucy eating her apples in the pub I can see her I can see the girl talking to the wall I can see all of this. I can see the balloon string on your face. Like, it is so fucking scary to me. But honestly, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope it was fun. Because I I just find... I was so excited to do this episode. I find it thrilling. There's something about it. When somebody tells me a ghost story or any story about, like, you know, communication with the spirit world, whether that be through a physical spirit, whether that be through mediumship like whatever it is I am fucking fascinated I just love it you can tell me the story 10 times over and over my auntie has so many and when I was younger I used to get her to tell me them over and over and over can you tell me the story about that girl on the road can you tell me the story about the woman upstairs in the house like I used to always can you tell me something can you tell me a story most people would say can you tell me the story about the princess in her bed that couldn't sleep because there was a pee in her mattress not me can you tell me the story about when you was at your friend's house and, and all the electricity went out and then you saw a random woman upstairs that said, don't worry, all the lights will come back on soon. And then you told your friend and then she said, what the hell are you talking about? My mum isn't even home. <laughs> oh, weird kid, hey? Anyway, guys, let's wrap up the episode. Okay, everybody, I hope you all really enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I love you and appreciate you more than you will ever, ever know. I love the specials. They are so fun. I guess the next one will be the Christmas special. But to be honest, I can't really remember what we did for the last Christmas special. I think we all talked about our favorite 
Christmas t- traditions and then we did like a gift guide idea but please and I mean this I'm not just saying it please send me a dm now if you have time that would mean the world to me any ideas for the Christmas special that you guys would really enjoy listening to um and then we also have the new year's special where I will reflect on my yearly tarot reading I may even do a new one. Oh fuck I've just realized something I was supposed to have a psychic reading with someone oh shit one sec Okay, I've just gone through the emails. It was not arranged officially which date. So I've got back to them and said, let's arrange a date. So I'm so excited, but I'm also nervous. But yeah, I hope you guys got in the spooky spirit today with this Halloween special. I love you. I appreciate you all so much. I hope you all have an amazing Halloween. Be safe, be careful, be warm in your sexy little outfits maybe bring a little fur coat we can throw over at the end of the night chuck it in the cloakroom but yeah be safe be careful have an amazing time look out for your friends and yeah i love you guys so much have an amazing weekend have an amazing halloween and i'll speak to you on tuesday for a brand new episode all right i love you bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.